Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Welcome Here one is your and host, all. Paul Lawrence Welcome Van. to Wealth Academy Podcast, and I'm glad that you could be with me today. And don't forget our mantra, which is so very important. Wealth is more than just money. In other words, life does include money because we have needs we need to take care of. However, life is much richer than just money. Uh, It's peace, peace of mind, happiness, joy, love, compassion, and much, much more that we can talk about. Now, one of the, the things that I want to talk about today is this. Why are Americans not returning to work? Why aren't they? And then we also have to look at the financial implications. So thank you for joining me today as I provide just more insight on what this all entails. Well, one of the things uh, to take into account is that there were a lot of jobs lost as a result of the pandemic. And the pandemic, of course, is ongoing and shit. So what's happening is there are near record job openings and job growth but it has been slower to fill these jobs than expected. For example, in recent years, uh, we've had uh, crises that came up uh, 2008, 2009 to being the most recent with economic uh, fallout, global fallout, but now with this health-oriented fallout from the pandemic and COVID-19, a lot of people are just not returning to work. A lot of people think and government officials believe that because of the the monies that were given to people that that is the reason why they're not going to money but that's not even (laughs) that that money was not even enough to carry them over probably for a week you know those uh, stipends fourteen hundred dollars twelve hundred dollars whatever it may have been that was not sufficient enough to do that and so um a lot of those benefits were cut out in the labor day time frame and some even sooner, uh, depending on which state it happens to be. So uh, what's being suggested from the facts is that um, the benefits, unemployment benefits, did not play a big role in keeping the workers on the sidelines. I believe that people are just taking a new perspective, a new position in terms of what direction they want to take their life in. And that's very understandable. And so... Um, other uh, factors that are at play, according to the economists, is that the COVID health risk, a lot of people going into early retirements, and then the uh, care duties, how they're going to be taken care of. And so they have monetary implications are taking place. And then there's a buildup of savings and, and other uh, type things that can impact the reasons why people are not going back to work. So uh, let's take a look at it uh, based on research. Uh, there are still 5 million fewer jobs than before the pandemic and job openings are near record highs. In other words, if someone wants a job today, the likelihood is they will get it and they will get it with higher pay because the hourly pay has risen 
And we can tell this, you can even go to McDonald's if you happen to go there and you look at say the big breakfast and it used to be about $3.99 and now it's about $6.99. <laughs> or if you go to the gas station, so we have inflation playing a role as well. So that's another financial implication that's, that's coming to bear. And uh, federal employee benefits ended on Labor Day and some sooner. And of course, the kids are back in school, back in classrooms, and they have an impact on the family structure as well. And a lot of the mothers, there's probably 10 million women that did not return to work because the child care costs are so extensive and they need help. And this is something that, of course, Congress is negotiating right now, child care. Uh, 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 benefits that are in there. And uh, people want to say that that's welfare, but it really isn't. Uh, they really need help because even if, if the parent went to work, they probably wouldn't be able to make enough money to cover the expenses for child care each week. And it's very expensive. And uh, it again, a monetary implication. So uh, when we, we look at the enhancement of, of jobless pay and distance learning, it was thought that it had been roadblocks keeping people from returning to work, but the uh, boom has materialized in recent months, at least not at the rate many expected. So job growth slowed in September, and there was maybe 194,000 new jobs, but there's still millions of job opportunities that are available. And so job growth uh, slowed in September after having surged in spring and summer. And of course, the labor market shrank. So uh, there, there are a lot of things, moving parts that are taking place. And so um, think about it. Have you ever thought that in the United States of America, that with millions of uh, jobs available, and there are millions of workers that are still on the sidelines, and after wages have gone up, because people couldn't find workers, employers couldn't find workers. That is uh, hard to believe, but it's happening. And the pandemic did in fact cause this shift or this pivot as we like to say. So um, even with enhanced uh, jobless benefits, it did not play a major role. It played a very small role in uh, people, whether they were returning to work or not. So uh, people are not rushing back to take the jobs, that's for sure. And uh, so uh, some of the things to consider, uh, research shows is that COVID, of course, is the biggest thing because uh, so we've lost over 700,000 fellow Americans and uh, people really value their lives, which is very understandable. And uh, this Delta variant, uh, they're about, there were about 366,000 and 194,000 new payrolls added over between August and September, compared to 1.1 million in July and 962,000 in June. So um, what it comes down to is the September jobs report is reminded that the pandemic is still what controls the recovery and is keeping workers out of the labor market. So uh, health is definitely a priority for all of us as well it should be. And uh, let's go a little bit further, uh, what I want to share with you. So there have been a record uh, 4.3 million people that quit their jobs in August of this year alone. So when we look at frontline workers, when we look at 
uh, industries such as the restaurant industry, bars and retail, they quit at a higher rate. And it also leads credence uh, that the fear of contagious and, and hazardous or in-person work is playing a role. So job growth uh, should accelerate as COVID cases are reduced and uh, roughly 76,000 is the average new daily infections as of October the 18th, which is just a little bit over a week ago. So um, a lot of people also, so COVID-19 is really still determining whether people return to work or not. And then their early retirements, people have amassed uh, enough of a retirement, 20, 30 years, whatever it may be, and they're deciding, you know what, I really don't need the aggravation. And so they've opted for early retirements. And that, that of course, has reduced the pool of available workers to include a lot of federal employees because that's the largest employer in the United States. And um, of course, older adults are at higher risk of severe illness and death from COVID. So uh, a lot of them have uh, looked at uh, starting to draw their social security and living off their nest egg from their retirement pay from the company or business or industry they happen to be in and they'd rather do that than take their, their risk at work and uh, so a lot of what's happening also is grandparents may also have offered their grandkids an easy uh, child care duties for working parents which is also very important so um, what is taking place is People in their 60s have come out of the labor force, and many of them who are going back in are having a, quite a challenge being in, for someone to employ them because a lot of businesses don't want to, quote unquote, take a risk employing someone older and because they know they may not stay with them that long, you know, because of their career path. And compared to two years ago, which give us 2019, our last year prior to COVID-19, there were 3.6 million people out of the labor force, and it indicated they don't want a job right now. And uh, the U.S. labor statistics, uh, people age 55 and older account for 89% of that increase where people want out of the labor market. Now, another thing to consider, we, we've talked about COVID-19 itself, which is understandable, early retirements, and then we have care responsibilities. Uh, which is tough for some workers, especially those who can't work from home. Uh, so they're just deciding, hey, I'm not coming back in. And this accounts for that uh, 5 million jobs being available, but people are not, are not available to fill them. So uh, a lot of schools are reopened for in-person learning uh, for the new uh, calendar year, including my two children. And it's helping ease the child care constraints for parents for me, it, it wasn't an issue because I'm retired from the Air Force, but I'm still an entrepreneur. So uh, that's no uh, challenge for me because I, I take care of my children. I have that flexibility and, and others as well. But uh, COVID outbreaks, of course, have led to sporadic quarantine periods and it's stressing parents out and their ability to hold or commit to a steady job. People are all about living and life. I'm with you all the way. And then, uh, of course, in September last month, there were 1.8 million more people not working due to caring for someone sick with COVID. So that's another element to deal with that pivot. Uh, and compared to a year ago, uh, it's a tremendous difference. And then there are 336,000 more people who said they're mainly not working due to care for an elderly person, a parent, a grandparent, or even a child 
uh, for that matter. And then when we start to look at savings, um, households across uh, different income scales have been able to amass higher savings relative to pre-pandemic levels because they're just not going anywhere. They're staying home and they're budgeting and they're holding on to their hard-earned dollars. So cash balances, get this, they were up 50% for the typical household in July 2021 compared to two years earlier. And people feel with a little extra uh, money in the bank, a little buffer on the hand, they have a little bit more time to wait. And they don't have to find a job at this moment. And this is for people who have worked you know, for a couple of decades or, or longer or a decade. And uh, they're simply uh, just not uh, willing to uh, risk uh, their health uh, for just anything. And so um, what is happening, uh, they don't have to find a job right now. And then when we look at the families who combat the COVID fuel downturn, including stimulus checks, enhanced unemployment benefits and increased food stamp benefits, um, so what's happening, lawmakers and Congress also passed bills and legislation that offer temporary relief to renters, homeowners, and student loan borrowers. So all of these are financial implications that have taken place. And so families may have also spent less money with certain entertainment or other venues closed during the crisis. So that's very important that people decided, you know, I don't really need this subscription. I don't really need to uh, pay for things I don't that's going to count against the monies that I have. So in many ways, it's somewhat of a financial literacy uh, that's taking place of people learning. Well, if I really don't need it, I'm not going to um, sacrifice my hard earned money and let that go. So um, I'm, I'm going to be wrapping up in just a bit. And I want to talk a little bit about wages. Um, uh, there may be a near record job, open, but that doesn't mean that businesses are paying a, a wage workers uh, what they will accept. I noticed here locally in the Maryland area that the, some bus drivers are protesting uh, because they're not paid enough. So they're being paid uh, $25 an hour. They want 35 Or you may see some businesses out there, they're protesting some airlines, uh, teachers, you name it. A lot of people are protesting uh, the not only the wage rate, but also the conditions. For example, there was some sexual harassment charges at McDonald's, and so they're not happy with what uh, the courts have ruled. And so they're, they're just not happy. So people, uh, for any reason, if you allow uh, this to, um, to go on, it's going to be very tough. So I'm going to wrap this up right now and just saying that uh, a lot of American people are not going back to work and they're not going back because they have new choices. Many are starting businesses and then others are just taking that early retirement and it's going to take a lot to bring them out. And so we're looking at uh, right now, October, 2021. Uh, let's finish this year strong and hopefully we can get some of these jobs filled and uh, get these products and services to people. So this ends this particular broadcast of Wealth Academy podcast. Have a great day and I'll see you on the next broadcast. Thanks for listening to Wealth Academy podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 
to get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching in addition to resources associated with this podcast, email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.